This is The Book of Life, a podcast that uncovers life lessons from Judaism's most important book, helping you power your day with purpose. Here is Ruchi Koval. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Thank you to my elementary school music teacher, Mrs. Feigenbaum, for making us memorize Thomas Jefferson's words from the Declaration of Independence every single year at Thanksgiving for our entire elementary school career. And I must say, these words have stuck with me, particularly the end, the pursuit of happiness. Is it true that our Creator has endowed us with the right to pursue happiness? So is happiness a right? Should we pursue it? If so, how? If you pay attention to the messages hiding in advertising over the years, you'll notice something insidious. Many of them carry the promise that products will make you happy. A few examples. Trident is called a little piece of happy. Coca-Cola had an ad with the words, open happiness. Pepsi, not to be outdone, steps up to the plate with an ad stating, happiness is a choice. And your choices, as the picture shows, are Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, and Pepsi Max. You choose. Here's another. Happiness is a cigar called Hamlet. McDonald's offers you to wake up happy, presumably with the one and only Happy Meal. We laugh at these attempts to dupe us into thinking that a burger or can of Pepsi Max will assure our happiness, but advertising works, and these messages burrow deep into our consciousness. Author and researcher Gretchen Rubin of The Happiness Project suggests that money can buy happiness, but not in the way we might think. It seems that if someone wants to use their money wisely— Buying experiences, particularly with those we love, has deep happiness potential, as opposed to buying stuff to which we'll simply adapt, get used to, and need more of. As novelist Catherine Center put it, happiness is more about appreciation than acquisition. This link between appreciating what we already have and being happy is the beginning of the key to the mystery of happiness. Judaism teaches that happiness is a choice. How do I know? Because the Torah commands us to be happy, and God wouldn't command us to do something that's beyond our power. In Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 11, the Torah states, And you shall be happy with all the good that God has given to you and your household, you, the Levite, and the stranger who is among you. So unpacking this verse, you'll notice three things. One, you shall be happy with all the good. Happiness is a deliberate choice, not a God-given right. How do you choose it? With gratitude. Happiness here is linked with the goodness you've already been blessed with. The message? To be happy 
Look at everything you already have. Appreciate it, value it, let it fill you with joy. Two, God has given it to you. Remember that your blessings aren't random or dependent only on you. God has chosen you to gift it to. Your bounty has a benefactor. Your gifts have a giver. God loves you and wants your life to be filled with goodness. That alone should fill you with joy. An anonymous gift is exciting and mysterious, but when you know the giver, it fills you with love, appreciation, and joy. So often we miss the gifts and we fail to note the giver. This robs us of opportunities for joy. And three, you, the Levite, the stranger. See, you maximize your joy precisely when you open your home and heart and share them with others who are less fortunate than you. Giving of your bounty is like lighting a candle. The original is never diminished. We're just left with more light. Giving a gift always makes me happier than receiving one. Yet, if we weren't taught to share our blessings, we might not push ourselves to do so on our own. In sum, grateful people are happy people. Happiness is a choice. Sharing brings happiness. Happiness is not outside of us, reliant on other people or on having stuff. It is within us, within the power of our own minds and hearts. It seems so simple. So then why are so many people so unhappy? There are a few obstacles to putting the keys to happiness in our own pockets. One is comparing. Mrs. Tova Leibowitz was one of my teachers from the school I attended in Israel. She used to say, the recipe for unhappiness is compare, compare, compare. When we compare ourselves to others, we set a certain expectation of what we think happiness should look like. The problem with setting that as standard is twofold. One, you never know what others really have. It may seem they have everything when they don't. But more importantly, the higher the expectations, the lower the possibility for happiness. Tom Magliozzi, co-host of NPR's Car Talk Show, summarizes this problem in five words. Happiness equals reality minus expectations. If math isn't your thing, look at it this way. The higher your expectations, the harder it'll be to make your reality match it, and the sadder you'll be. The lower your expectations, the happier you are with less. So when we look at others' perceived lives and make it our expectation, we set ourselves up for deep discontent. The Torah tells the story of sisters Leah and Rachel and of the births of their children, the beginnings of the 12 tribes. Leah feels unloved by her husband Jacob, and she names her first three children after this sadness. Reuben means God has seen my pain. Simon, her second son, means God has heard my pain. Levi, her third son, means 
Maybe now my husband will accompany me. But the fourth child, Judah, is so named because as Leah says, this time I will thank God. Judah means thank. What was different? The Torah teaches that Leah thought the following to herself. Since I have taken more than my share, consequently, I must offer up thanks. What did she mean? The matriarchs knew with prophecy that there would be 12 tribes. There were four mothers, so ostensibly, each would bear three of the 12. So Leah's expectation was to have three children. Then something unexpected happened. She had a fourth. For the first time, Leah's reality exceeded her expectations. Now she was happy. Now she felt grateful. What if we could adjust expectations to meet reality? What if we could find joy and appreciation in what we already have? What if we could stop comparing ourselves to others, which always makes us feel unhappy and unlucky? To choose joy, we must hyper-focus on appreciation. To do this, we must find scheduled, conscious ways to express gratitude. Writer William Arthur Ward said it well, Feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. The template for how to give thanks lies in the prayer that many Jews say first thing when they wake up in the morning. Which means, I am grateful before you, living and eternal King, that you have restored my soul to me. How great is your faith in me. Encased here, in this terse sentence, are all the ingredients one needs for gratitude. A verbal declaration of gratitude, naming your benefactor for maximum appreciation and joy, super low expectations, I am grateful to simply be alive. The little things are not little at all. So back to the beginning. Is happiness a right No, it's an obligation. You have to take responsibility for your own happiness. Is happiness a pursuit? Yes, a pursuit with a clear path. How do you find it? With gratitude. Because we already have so much. God gave it to us because he loves us. When we share it, we'll be even happier. When we name it, we'll be filled with joy. Because happiness has always been about appreciation and not acquisition. And by managing expectations, we put the keys to happiness right back into our own pockets where it's belonged all the time. This is the Book of Life. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Ruchi again next time for more meaning and inspiration from Judaism's most important book to power your day with purpose.
You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.